0: praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. On this glorious Sunday morning, praise God. Amen. Good to be in the land of the living. Amen. Amen. Uh, We praise God for life, health, and strength on this morning. Praise God for His goodness. God continues to show Himself faithful. Um, In spite of all the things that we're going through, we can continue to look to God. The psalmist said, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Amen. Mm -hmm. So we praise God that we can look unto God for the help that we need uh, at any time. Praise God, too. Amen. Because, like, right now, in order to get back into... In fact, this is always the case. We we have to make appointments with people. (laughs) You know? We even have to make appointments with our friends. You know what I mean we make appointments to call people mm-hmm. we send them text messages let me know if you're available later on today and I'll call you <laughs> yeah <laughs> back in the day you just call folks yeah now we have to make arrangements and and set aside times to talk to everybody it's not just doctors and and you know uh dentists and, and those types of things everybody needs seem like they need an appointment now yeah But isn't it something that the greatest one of all, the God of all creation, he doesn't require an appointment. Amen. Praise God for that. Amen. Amen. He does not require an appointment. We can come before the throne of grace boldly anytime we want, as many times as we want, and God will receive us in Christ. Amen. Amen. And so we praise God that we have, such a wonderful God. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. Praise Amen. the Lord. And so on this morning, this Sunday morning, um, we we uh, lift up the name of the Lord. Um, today, uh, God has a particular word of encouragement for us. And it's going to come from the book of Zechariah. Uh, the book of Zechariah, chapter 4. I'm going to ask you to turn there with me. Praise God. We have a beautiful day here in New Jersey amen. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and the window to my left is open. And so if anyone sees my papers fluttering, amen. It's not the Holy Ghost trying to turn the page, Amen. It's just the wind, Amen. <laughs> amen. Coming from the other side trying to to turn my page. But how I do mean, you know, Amen? It's good when this is June in the East Coast. It's going to end pretty soon where you can have windows open mm-hmm. amen yeah. so if we can have some windows open get some fresh air in praise God for that but that's what's blowing my papers today amen mm-hmm. it's not it's not the holy Ghost amen I'm trying to turn the page but we're in Zachariah um chapter four and uh want to read there verses one through six um Maybe 1 through 7. Let's be 1 through 7. Let's look at it together. And it says, King James Version. And the angel that talked with me came again and waked me as a man that is wakened out of his sleep. And he said unto me, What seest thou? And I said, I have looked, and behold, a candlestick of gold with a bowl upon the top of it and his seven lamps thereon. And seven pipes to the seven lamps which are upon the top thereof and two olive trees by it one upon the right side of the bowl and the other upon the left side thereof so I answered and spake to the angel and uh, that talked with me saying what are these my lord then the angel that talked with me answered and said unto me knowest thou not what these be and I said no my lord And he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Who art thou, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel thou shalt become a plain, and he shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shoutings, crying, Grace, grace unto it. Mm. amen amen praise God let's pray today amen pray over the word that we just read into our hearing father we thank you for the word yes uh, that was just read into our hearing your word is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword yes. and father we're praying today that your word will go deeply in our hearts today yes father. and father God thank that you will give us revelation that you will give us insight direction strength and encouragement Through the word of God. Father God, right now we humble ourselves before you. We yield to your authority. We submit to your will. We ask that you will have your way in the name of Jesus Christ. May the spirit of God lead us and guide us in all truth. And may that truth, O God, truly make us free indeed. Father, we bless you right now for the deposits that shall be made. We thank you for the withdrawals, O God. Those things that you will take out of us that are not of you. And Father, most of all, we just bless you. Because you are our God. And beside you, there is none other. And so we lift you up and you up alone. And we give you praise. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So we just read (coughs), Zechariah, chapter 4, verses 1 through 7. And God has a word of encouragement for us today. And the word is, don't give up now. Amen. Don't give up now. And the... Scripture text that we read today is very helpful to us in that regard. Glory to God. Don't give up now. Um, Somebody wants to give up. Amen. You know, we we go through so many things and we have so many challenges in this life. Um, We have people who who help us and then let us down. We have people who work in opposition to us. We have things that come our way that interrupt our flow. Yeah. Uh, we have tragedies come into our lives. Um, we have fluctuations in resources and time and in strength. Sometimes our health gets challenged. Um, and it seems that sometimes no matter how much we put into it and how much effort we put into something, things just don't seem to work. Right. And, you know, there's a time, you know, you keep pushing by faith and you go, you know, God's going to turn this around and God's going to turn this around. And you confess and you pray and you fast and you praise and you worship. And yet and still, it seems as if nothing is quite working. It's, it's, yes. It just seems so hard and you want to give up. And Let me say this. First of all, wanting to give up is not failure there are many people who want to give up um it's 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 the giving up right It's because see if you hang in there then god can turn it around amen as the song says later in, late in the midnight hour yeah god's gonna turn it around it's gonna work in your favor praise yes. god amen, amen. um if if you hang in there you can get to that late in the midnight hour part of your life but if you give up then you can't make it right you don't give yourself an opportunity and more importantly you don't give god an opportunity to work in you and through you to bring to pass whatever it is that you've been working on yes but no matter what's going on no matter where you are in your journey in god you know If you're discouraged right now or you've been discouraged or discouragement may be on the horizon and God is speaking to you in advance. He's saying unto us, don't give up. Amen. Amen. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Don't give up now. Amen. And we use as our background um, the text that we just read in Zechariah, chapter 4, 1 through 6. And this word that Zechariah, Spoken to Zerubbabel, and let's and let's focus on it here because this really forms the foundation for us But it's in Zechariah chapter 4 verse 6 Where the word of the Lord came uh, To Zechariah for Zerubbabel saying Mm -hmm. not by might nor by power But by my spirit saith the Lord of hosts and that's a that's a word and that's a a scripture and it's a verse that is often spoken in church mm-hmm. and it's often preached in church and and, and it's, a, it's a really is a, a, a really powerful scripture of encouragement and of strength mm-hmm. and i believe we even find more encouragement and strength from it when we when we understand why it was spoken because how many of you know god's a god of purpose mm, that's right god doesn't mm-hmm. do anything Uh, just because God is a God of purpose. He's a purposeful God and everything that he says, everything that he does has a reason, has a purpose. And in the end is to bring him glory. That's the ultimate purpose of God. Amen. Even when God blesses you with something, it's to bring him glory. When God opens a door for you, yes, it may be something that you wanted and something that you needed, but it's still to bring him glory, right? Right. Okay. Um and God's a God has got a purpose. So what's the purpose that he spoke this to Zerubbabel? Well, Zerubbabel was the governor mm-hmm. of of Jerusalem of the people who had just come out of exile.
1: Mm-hmm. They
0: were in exile for 70 years or maybe even over 70 years in Babylon. And so there were three groups or three different uh, groups that returned to Jerusalem. The first one was led by Zerubbabel. Mm-hmm. The second was led by Ezra, and then the third was led by Nehemiah. Mm-hmm. And 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 Zerubbabel led the first group of God's people from exile back to Jerusalem, and you know. We know Nehemiah returned to rebuild the wall. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Well, but Zerubbabel returned to rebuild the temple. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And so he, you know, he was, you know, he came back and he was the leader of this first group that came back. And they were to rebuild the temple, which had been destroyed. And, you know, it's interesting when you look at this and and you can see this story in, in Ezra. Because Ezra talks about that first return of the exiles, and he talks about Zerubbabel. And you can see that in in the book of Ezra, that when the first group of exiles returned, they returned to build the temple. And the very first thing they did Mm
1: -hmm. was
0: they rebuilt the altar. Mm. And see, that, that's important, you know, when you realize something, right? They rebuilt the altar. You see, that's the place of worship, right? Right? You go to the altar, you know what I mean? That's where you're going to worship and to meet God and, right, to, to commune with Him. And see, in, in a lot of ways, amen, I whenever we want to do something, that's where it's got to start. Hmm. Amen? Right. You want to do something, it's got to start with worship.
1: Right.
0: Amen? Yeah. You, you know, you get up and, yeah, you got all these things that you want to do, but... Take some time to worship God. Take some time to, to, to praise God, to, to, to show forth his marvelous works, to show mm-hmm. forth his worth. Right? That's what worship is. You're showing forth his worth. Um, great things begin with worship. Right. Amen. And mm-hmm. so when Zerubbabel came back and they came to rebuild the temple, the first thing they did, they rebuilt the altar. Right? I mean, this is the place we're gonna worship God. This is the place we're gonna meet God. This is the place that you know it starts there, right? And so they rebuilt it and people and people were happy. Mm-hmm. And then after they rebuilt the altar, they then laid the foundation for the temple. Right. And at this time, some of the people rejoiced because the, the foundation was laid, but then there was some older uh Uh, exiles with them or people who were in exile the jewish people leaders and levites and priests who were with them who when they saw the foundation of the temple laid they didn't rejoice they cried Mm, right and part of the reason why they cried was because they remembered what that temple looked like when Solomon built it right. and how glorious it was. Mm-hmm. And he had courtyards all around it. And it was all this beauty all around it. And you have to understand they laid the temple, but still all around there's nothing but ruins. Right. And so I think they, they looked around and they, they, they cried because maybe they, they will remember the former glory. Maybe they didn't believe that this was going to be as glorious as, the prior temple was and mm-hmm. so they were like what are we doing you know what i mean right. and they mm-hmm. cried and it's worth mentioning right here too that Zechariah was his ministry was taking place during this time right
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so was Haggai's so Haggai and Zechariah both were there to encourage the the people of God and if you and if you remember in Haggai Haggai even said there are some who believe that this temple is so it doesn't compare to the other but he said the glory of this temple is going to be greater than the first right right Mm -hmm. that was an encouragement for them to to continue to continue to work and so uh they laid the foundation some people were happy some people weren't happy but then, you know, because they were they were they were crying because of of they remembered the former glory of the former temple. But then opposition came
1: mm-hmm. from
0: enemies of God's people, and they wanted to stop them from doing the work. Glory to God! And how many of you know the minute you start to do things for God, you're worshiping God, you lay a foundation for God. Here, that enemy of your soul come, yep. and he wants to try to interfere and disrupt what you got going on. Yep. Can anybody? glory to God, can you relate to that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You start going, you start moving, right? And the next thing you know, and it comes in many forms, mm-hmm. but the enemy will come and try to disrupt your flow. And that's what happened here. enemy of God's people came and they tried to disrupt the flow. And you know what they said? We want to help you do the work. And Zubbabel said, no, you're not going to help us do the work. And so they got mm-hmm. mad. And they wrote letters back to the king of, of Persia or whatever and and, and um, and then uh, not only did they face opposition, but then the king told them to stop the work. And right. so the work actually stopped for over 10 years after they built the, the, the foundation or laid mm-hmm. the foundation. The work had actually stopped for over 10 years. Right. And it was during this time that Haggai, again, he was a contemporary of Zechariah. That's when he said to the, to the people, why should you live in all these great houses while my temple lies in ruins? Consider your ways, right? That's what Haggai said. Consider your ways. Consider what you're doing, right? Um, but it lied in, 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 you know, it was just there for 10 years. It was inactive. And so between the opposition and maybe the, the, the lack of enthusiasm and, and all the rest of it, the people stopped right. the work,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Right. And it was, and it was because of this that Zechariah now, when we get to Zechariah chapter four, is speaking to Zerubbabel.
1: Okay.
0: It's against that backdrop—a backdrop of you—you you, you come from exile, you're doing a great work for God, you're worshiping God, you're laying a great foundation for God. Opposition comes. Discouragement comes. Mm -hmm. Delay comes. You stop doing the work. You were going great for a while, but now you're kind of not doing what you used to do. Glory to God. I mean, I hope people see what this is. This is not just about rebuilding the temple. This is about how we live our lives. Mm -hmm. Amen. Because how many people were on fire for God and doing great things for God and Mm -hmm. and were laying a strong foundation for even greater things to come? Mm -hmm. And then life happened. Yeah, And then when life happens, you kind of, you don't have that same enthusiasm yeah. anymore. You don't have that same yeah. zeal anymore. And then mm-hmm. you just become, eh, and you maybe you stop or you definitely slow down. And yeah. God is saying to you the same thing he said to Zerubbabel, don't give up now. Mm. Right? The work hadn't gone on for 10 or 15 years, but God, who, who is, who you know, if he called you to do a thing, he's not giving up on it. Amen? Yeah. And so, He sent Zechariah to tell Zerubbabel something. But before that, he showed Zechariah this vision. And what was the vision? And we see it in verse 2, right? He saw a a candlestick, all of gold. A bowl was on top of it. Mm -hmm. And the candlestick has seven lamps and seven pipes that went to the lamp, which were on the top thereof and two olive trees by it, one on the right side of the bowl, the other on the left side of the bowl. And we know that in the Bible, the oil represents the power of God. Mm -hmm. The oil is the power of God through the Holy Ghost, right? Through the Spirit of God. And so the picture is of a bowl on top of a lampstand with two olive trees on the side, Mm. right? And the oil is flowing to... To the, the lamps, right? The candles, mm-hmm. which are always going to remain lit. Why? Because they always are going to have a supply of oil. In other yes. words, the oil is never going to run out. Mm-hmm. It's an abundant supply of the oil. It's an abundant supply of the power of God. Mm-hmm. That was the symbol the, or the vision that Zechariah was given by God. And Zechariah says, what does it mean? And the angel of the Lord said to him, it's not by might, it's not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. He said, Mm -hmm. go tell Zerubbabel that. Mm -hmm. See, when when Zerubbabel was like, I can't do this anymore, too much opposition, too much discouragement, Mm -hmm. too much this. God's message to him was, it's not going to happen through your strength. It's not going to happen through your power. It's not going to happen through your resources. It's not going to happen through what you have working on your own. It's going to happen by my spirit. Amen. And that's the same word God has for those who are discouraged today. Those who feel like giving up today. Please understand something God is saying. What I called you to do. Is not going to happen because of your strength, Mm -hmm. your know-how, your resources, your ability, or your anything. It's going to happen by my spirit, says the Lord. And that is why we don't give up. Because we can look around at our current situation right now. And maybe we're facing opposition. Yes. And that opposition can yes. take many forms. Amen. It could be opposition to people. It can be opposition from without. It could be opposition from within. Where mm-hmm. you've gone through so much where you just can't even get out of your own way. Yeah. Or where you're just so discouraged or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. It could be it could come from anywhere. But we got enemies, amen. We know the enemy comes in like a flood. Mm-hmm. We know the mm-hmm. devil is always busy. He's walking to and fro on the earth. Right, yeah. and 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 he's 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 walking around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour, and things are just, and there's so many things going on. But God is letting us know. Listen, the discouragement, the delays, the 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 opposition, the frustration, the 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 tears, amen. All those things, He understands it, but He's saying something. I still called you to do what I asked you yeah. to do, yeah. and here's the thing. And you can do it if you don't give up now, because the way it's going to get done now is the way it was always going to get done from the beginning, by my spirit. And some of us sometimes find ourselves worn out and worn down because we've been going about it too much in our own strength. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: We We try too much to do it ourselves. And please understand that whatever it is that God has called you to do Yes, you and I have a part to play in whatever it is He called us to do, but ultimately it gets done by God it, It's by God's spirit that it gets done and and it's not for us to try to do it ourselves and so God is sending a word of encouragement he's playing He's sending a fresh wind into somebody's soul today and he's saying, don't give up mm-hmm. because because the work I've called you to do, you are going to do it, but it's going to come. Through my spirit. Amen. It's going to come because of the spirit of God that's going to go to work in you and through you to get it done. You know, in Philippians chapter 1, Paul told the church at Philippi, he said that he who has begun a good work work in you, right, Mm -hmm. shall complete it, Mm -hmm. right? To the, day, to the day of Christ. God's going to do it, right? right. And, and a lot of times we think about, and it's that work of redemption and sanctification that he's mm-hmm. begun in us. And he's going to complete it. Now, how many of you glad about that? Amen. we're mm-hmm. works in progress. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. That's why sometimes you got to give yourself a break, you know, about where you are. Because right. as long as you're on this side of glory and God's giving you another day, it's another opportunity for him to continue. To complete that work. Yeah. Amen. And oh, just God. let him keep working on you. Amen. That's all you got to do really. <coughs> Say to God. Keep working on me. Amen. Amen. Keep working on me.
1: Amen.
0: Praise God. Because he will complete the work. But the, not only will he complete the work that he has begun in you. But I believe as well that God is going to complete the work that he has begun in through you,
1: because
0: wow. there's some things that 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 God wants to do through you, right? Right? He's called you to do some things. You know, maybe He's called you to ministry, or maybe He's called you to. To, to start a project or, or to do something, that, you know, for the greater good, to, to bless someone, to to start an organization to help the needy and the widow, the orphan and the poor, the, you know, to help teenagers yes, or unwed yes. mothers or whatever the case may be. He's called you to a ministry of just giving and, and being there for people and serving others, and maybe it's not working out as smoothly as you thought or you run into the same things that Zerubbabel ran into. Those are things that God is doing through you. Mm-hmm. And the same way that he's going to complete the things that he's begun in you, he's going to complete the things that he's begun through you yeah. if you don't give up. Wow. Amen. So, so stay in there with God and allow him to continue the work. Amen. The work is going to get done by his spirit. The work is going to get done. By his strength, not ours. By his might, not ours. By his wisdom, not ours. And it's going to get done in his time, not ours. Amen. Amen. Why? Because in the end, it's all about God and what he wants to do through each one of us. Who have been privileged. Glory to God. Who have been privileged. Yes. To be called by him to do something. Mm -hmm. And we got to get that principle in our spirit as well. Mm Mm-hmm. If God calls you to do something, it's not a burden. It's not to be viewed as burdensome or as grievous or as an imposition. Hmm. To be used by God is a privilege. To be called by God is a privilege. And so we're privileged to do whatever it is God has called us to do, great or small. And... The thing that he's called us to do, that we're privileged to do, is going to get done by his spirit. Yes. Amen. I that's how he's going to accomplish it. And so, this is one thing. We can't look at things then with our natural eyes.
1: Mm-hmm. Because,
0: see, if it's happening by his spirit, right, mm-hmm. then this requires faith.
1: Right.
0: We walk by faith, not, not by, by sight. sight. It requires faith. And and it, so we can't rely on what we're seeing with our natural eyes. Because mm-hmm. see, sometimes our natural eyes can lead us to discouragement. Yes, yes. Just like the older priests and the Levites and the leaders, when they saw the temple foundation being laid after it was laid by Zerubbabel, they looked at it and they said, this is this is not going to be like Solomon's temple.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But they saw that with their natural eyes. And they were discouraged. Right. Amen. And, and you know, the things we see with our natural eyes can get us discouraged. Glory to God. Elisha was on the porch one day. Right. With Gehazi. Mm-hmm. And he woke up one morning. And, the, you know, I think it was the Syrian king had sent troops because Elisha kept foiling the, the plot. Of the of the king
1: mm-hmm. he
0: kept telling the people of Israel what you know what hey this is what's going on this is what's going on and um, and so they finally found out that it was elisha who was doing it and he sent troops their way
1: mm-hmm. you
0: remember and, mm-hmm. and, and 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 the servant got up one morning and he looked and there was all these horsemen and the troops and the soldiers and everything else and he said alas master what will we right. do
1: right
0: what will we do right but see he he saw that with his natural eyes and Elisha, who saw the same thing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: wasn't as concerned as his servant was. Right. And he had a simple prayer. He said, He said, He said, Lord, open his eyes that he may see. Right. And and when he said, Open his eyes that he may see, he wasn't talking about his natural eyes, because his natural eyes were already open, because right. he saw the horses mm-hmm. and the army and everything else. He would the prayer was that God would open his spiritual, spiritual eyes, eyes. Right. that he would see, right? That he would see that they that be with us right. are more than they that be with them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and it said, and God opened his eyes. And when and God opened the servant's eyes, he saw in the hills and in the mountains all around yes. chariots and horsemen of fire. Mm-hmm. See, our natural eyes can lead us to discouragement. But it's with our spiritual eyes that we see the help that we have from God, All right? right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's where the help is coming from. It's not coming. It, it originates in the spirit. And yes, it may manifest itself in the natural, but it's happening by his spirit. And so one of the prayers we should have is, Lord, open my eyes that I might see. When you feel like giving up, when you, when you look around and you, when you say things like this, I can't see how I'm going to get out of debt. I can't see how I'm going to pay this bill. I can't see how I'm going to, you know, uh, uh, advance this ministry. When you can't see yes. something with your natural eyes, that's the time where you need to say, Lord, open my eyes that I might see. And it's not your natural eyes that you're asking to be opened. You're asking for your spiritual eyes Mm -hmm. to be opened. Amen? Amen. And when the spiritual eyes were opened, man, that changed changed everything. Because when you see what God is up to, and and you see the resources that are at your disposal in the spirit, then discouragement flees. Amen? Amen. Uh, Discouragement will flee. And so we can't rely on our natural eyes, amen, because they, they oftentimes lead us to discouragement. We need to see in the spirit. And we also can't rely on the, the way our natural minds work. Right. You know, we try to figure it out. How am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you look and you, you don't have enough resources. You don't have enough money. You don't have enough time in a day. You don't have enough people helping you and all the rest of this right mm-hmm. you just don't have it but but god is amazing in that god you know he he, he god is the, he, he's he's the master of plans that in the natural seem ridiculous <laughs>
1: right.
0: you know what i mean mm-hmm. you know when when he tells joshua you know, when the, the, the Jericho is shut up, Jericho is shut up. And he says to Joshua, walk around this fortified city. Yes. Once a day for six days and don't say anything on the seventh day, walk around seven times. Don't say anything until the seventh time you walk around and then shout. Yes. That doesn't make any sense. Right. (laughs) When, 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 when Jesus told, uh, uh, Peter, after a night of, of of fruitless and and futile fishing, mm-hmm. after he used his boat to preach, he now says, "Launch out to the deep and let down your nets." That in the middle of the day, that makes no sense. Right, right. You know, when when he tells them on that mountaintop after he preached to 5,000 men, not counting women and children, they said they need to go and get something to eat. He said, they don't need to go. You feed them. Right. That doesn't make any sense in the natural. Mm-hmm. God tells us things and, and, and we're in situations where it doesn't seem to make any sense in the natural. But that's the problem. We can't be putting our natural mind around it. Right. The Bible tells us that our natural mind, we can't understand right, the things of God. Right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's by the Spirit of God. That we understand the things of God. Everything is going to happen by the Spirit. And so, we can't look with our natural eyes. We can't look with our natural mind and try to see it happening. Those are the things that lead to discouragement. And it's, it's in the face of those things that God says to us, don't give up. Why? Because, just like Zerubbabel, we have an abundant never-ending supply of oil. We have an abundant, never-ending supply of the power of God available to us. We just, when I say just, I don't mean like it's a simple thing. Mm -hmm. It's a a word of encouragement. We just have to tap into that thing. Right? Believe in it. Mm -hmm. access it by faith, right? In spite of what it looks like, you know what I mean? We have to get to the point where we can look at all the opposition and all the reasons why not glory to God, you know, (laughs) we need to look at the, why not, you know, we need to look at the things that tell us why we can't do something Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and not let it be the conclusion of the matter. You know right. you're too old that's why you can't go back to school no you know what i mean mm-hmm. you're too young this is why you can't do something out of it no david was a teenager when he mm-hmm. took goliath out mm-hmm. amen um you know uh, another zachariah not this one and his wife right were well stricken right. in age before mm-hmm. they then had you know what i mean so it's not. It's not about being too young, too old, too too tall, too short, too light, too dark, too pretty, too ugly, too this, too that, right? Mm-hmm. It's about the spirit of God working, working in you and, and and through you. And we can't give up. We gotta. We gotta keep that focus, right? And and do it by, and lay hold of it by faith. Because here's mm-hmm. the thing. The God who's begun a good work in you, the God who's begun a good work through you, wants to complete it. Amen? Mm -hmm. God actually put it on the heart of a pagan king for the temple to be rebuilt. Mm -hmm. He told Cyrus, I want my temple to be rebuilt. And Cyrus said, anybody who wants to go back, go back. Mm -hmm. And bell came. But then, so that was the word that was God's will. Right. And just because it's God's will doesn't mean it's going to be free and clear. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It doesn't mean that you're just going to walk into success. It can yet be God's will, but you run into problems. It was God's will, let my people go. But the first nine times that Moses said that to Pharaoh, Pharaoh told him no. Amen. Amen. So you can do, you can be in the middle of God's will and it yet still be challenging. Yeah. Right. It yet and still can be challenging. This was God's will for the temple to be rebuilt. And all these challenges came and discouragement came and all the rest of it. And God has told you to do something and you got some discouragement as well. And sometimes you get to discouragement. And you start to question, "Well, God, is this yeah. what you want me to do?" That's true. Discouragement doesn't necessarily mean that this is not what God wants you to do. Mm. Many times, the opposition that you face is proof positive that that's what God wants you to do. Because before you started doing those things, the devil wasn't even worried with you.
1: Right. Oh,
0: then, yeah. But now here you are doing things for the greater good and for the advancement of the kingdom, and now you got trouble left and right. You like Paul, we are troubled on every side. <laughs> right But God has God has called us to it.
1: Amen. You know, mm-hmm.
0: and the other thing to mention here is. Sometimes the work that you're doing doesn't seem to be as glorious as you envisioned. Mm -hmm. Hmm? Because, see, when they were laying that foundation, they were happy. You know, they they rebuilt the altar. They were happy. Now they start laying the foundation. I'm sure as they were doing it, they were happy. And after they got done, some were happy. But then after some others got done, it's like, this is not what I thought. How many people can relate to that? that God called you to do something and, and, you know, after a while you look up and you go, right. this is not what I thought. Right. I thought it was going to be bigger than this. I thought it was going to be better than this. I thought it was right. going to be more effective yeah. than this. Yeah. I thought we would reach more people than this. I, I thought, right, you can be discouraged. Yeah. But understand, now's not the time to give up.
1: Right.
0: If they would have given up at the foundation level, The temple would have never been rebuilt. Mm -hmm. Let's look at something then. We'll close. Let's look at First Kings. First Kings, I believe it's chapter eighteen. We'll get there, and we'll First Kings eighteen. And this is the story amen the tail end of the story because we're going to be looking at uh, right, right around verse 41 but this is the tail end of this chapter and this is the story of Elijah and the battle that he had with the false prophets of Baal on Mount Carmel
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you know Elijah just sort of burst on the scene as, as a prophet, you know, and at least in terms of the Bible's accounts of him. Mm -hmm. And when he, he burst on the scene, he told, he told Ahab, who was the wicked king of Israel, the Northern kingdom. He told him, it's not going to rain. Right. Until I say so. Right. Mm -hmm. he said that, you know, by the spirit of God, it's not going to rain until I say so. Right. And then God said, okay, now get thee over to the brook, Sheriff. I, got a, I have a raven there to sustain you, right? And, you know, he gave him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the night. And he stayed there until the brook dried up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then uh, went on what to the widow's of right? Yes. Mm-hmm. But there was a time he had to come back. Mm-hmm. And he came back and he faced Ahab, and he faced those false prophets of Baal. And they had the, the, the throwdown on the top of Mount Carmel. Whose God is God, right? right. And, and Elijah even said to the, to, to, the, to the Jewish people, he said, If, if the Lord be God, follow him. Mm-hmm. If Baal, then follow him. What was he saying? You got to make a choice. choice. Glory hey. to God in heaven. See, we got to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Now, I know we made the choice for Jesus to be our Savior. And no one, I shouldn't say no one, but glory be to God, I pray no one is going back on that choice. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, but the other choice that we have to make, we have to make this continually. If God be God, Mm -hmm. because see every day that we walk with God is not a walk in the park. David even told us, you know, though I walk where through "Through the valley of the shadow of death, Mm -hmm. every walk with God is not a pleasant walk. Right. Amen. And some of us, when we get on them valley walks, glory to God, we get on them valley the walks. You, walk. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden we like, oh, amen. We want mm-hmm. to, we want to go back. <laughs> and then when we're on the mountain, we're like Peter, we want to stay up there. Mm-hmm. But see, God has us walking in the mountains and in the valley and on the plain. And there are times, especially on those plain walks and the valley walks Where we have to come face to face with a choice. If God be God, are we going to continue to follow him? And so we continue to follow God. And so we know what happened. Elijah defeated the, uh, you know, God, you know, made an open show of those prophets of Baal. And then if we go to verse 41, it hadn't rained, Sister Fennell, it hadn't rained in three years. Mm -hmm. James says three and a half years. Mm -hmm. Right? It hadn't rained in over three years in Israel. And Elijah says to Ahab in verse 41, Get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. (laughs) There's a sound of it. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel, Mount Carmel, and he cast himself down upon the earth, and he put his face between his knees. He was, and he said to his servant, Go up now, look toward the sea. And he went up and looked and said, There is nothing.
1: And he said,
0: Go again. And he said this seven times. And it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, Behold, there arises a little cloud out of the sea like, the, like a man's hand. That's what mm-hmm. the servant said to Elijah. Mm-hmm. And Elijah says, go up and tell Ahab, prepare your chariot, get thee down, that the rain stop thee not. What he saying? He's saying, it's about to, to pour rain. down mm-hmm. rain. And it came to pass, in the meanwhile, that the heaven was black with clouds and wind, and there was a great rain. And, Ray, and Ahab rode and went to Jezreel. And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah and he girded up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It hadn't rained in Israel in over three years. Right. After Elijah was used by God to make an open show of the prophets of Baal, he's praying and he tells his servant, go look, go look, go look. Nothing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Until the seventh time. And there's a cloud the size of a man's hand. Right. So it's really small, it's tiny. And I'm not saying that it wasn't ever cloudy in Israel during these three years, mm-hmm. but it never rained. Right. And so here we have this little rain cloud. Mm-hmm. After three years, it's the size of a man's hand in the sky.
1: Yeah.
0: Doesn't look like anything. But what the scripture tells us is behind that little cloud, right. heaven was at work because mm-hmm. there were great clouds and there was great wind and it even says here and there was a great rain
1: mm-hmm.
0: all of that was behind that little cloud yeah and see someone wants to give up right now and maybe all you can see is that little cloud but see this is why you got to see with your eyes and the spirit right because see behind the little cloud God is doing some great things. Amen. God is stirring some things Amen. up. God is orchestrating some things. Mm-hmm. God is preparing some people. He's put your, he's put your name on some people's minds yeah. right now. Amen. There are people who haven't thought about you in months who God is putting your name Amen. in their mind and in their heart right now, and they're going to call you tomorrow. God is moving. Wow. And, and so you may not see it, Right? The foundation may look like it's nothing. The cloud may look like it's nothing. right? But it's what's behind it. And what's behind it is the God who called you to do yeah. the thing in the first Amen. place. And the God who called you to do the thing in the first place, how many of you know, is a great God. Amen. And he's a God of all power and of all might and of all wisdom and of all majesty and mm-hmm. of all glory. And he is on your side. Yes. Amen. And that is why now is not the time to give up. This is not about what it looks like. Wow. It's not about what it looks like. It's not about the opposition. It's not about how long it's been lying dormant. Yes. If God called you to the thing, he wants to complete the thing. Amen. Glory to God. And how's he going to do it? It's not your might. It's not your power. But it's by his spirit. Amen. Amen. It's by his spirit. And so we want to be encouraged today. Amen. That we're not giving up. I don't care what's going on in this world. Amen. Stuff slowing down, shutting down, doing whatever thing. What has gone on in your life where certain things have happened. It's not that I don't care about it. It's not that God doesn't care. But he's saying they can't stop what God has started in you. Amen. Amen. They can't nothing can stop mm. what God has begun in you and through you. Yes. And so listen, we am gonna get on up out of here. But we all get discouraged. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Life is hard, man. Yeah. Life's hard. Mm-hmm. Right? But we serve a God who says. There's nothing too hard hard for him. Mm -hmm. We need to rejoice in that. Mm -hmm. Oh man, life is hard. Glory to God that we have a God who said, but nothing's too hard for me. So we keep encouraged, amen. And I think of the words of David in Psalm 24. He said, lift up your head. O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, Mm -hmm. and the King of glory shall shall come come in. in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. Amen. The Lord God, mighty in battle. Yes. Amen? Amen. And so when we get discouraged, lift up your head, O ye gates. Amen. And be ye lifted up. have glory to God everlasting doors see when you lift up your head you're going to be lifted up (laughs) right amen because the king of glory is going to come in amen and he's going to come in with with, with this abundant never-ending supply of oil yes to empower you by his spirit to get done what he called you to get done amen glory to God Now's not the time to give up. Amen. Amen. So we're not going to give up now. Amen. Amen. Whatever it is, great or small, whatever it is that God has called you to do. Amen. And some of the stuff is personal, you know.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. God has Mm -hmm. called you to do some personal projects. Amen. Mm -hmm. You know, God's put on your heart to do some things, you know, some self-improvement things. You know, you want to get yourself in order. You want to get yourself in, in, right? And then God has called you some things for the ministry. And some of the stuff is great. Some of the stuff may not may not seem so great, but how many of you know, if you can, listen, it's a privilege to do whatever it is that God asks you to do. Yes. And if it's great or small, I'll tell you this much right now, it's a marvelous work. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. It's a marvelous work. And so listen, don't give up now. Amen. Amen. Because God is still with you. His power is with you. And whatever it is he called you to do, it's going to get done by the Spirit of God, and if you're a child of God, that Spirit of God is in you. Yes. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Glory Amen. to God. So we're not giving up. Amen. Amen. Devil thought he had us discouraged. Amen. But he, we coming back. Amen. Amen. We 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 haven't given up. Amen. My wife, now we were walking yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Wife had me walking. How many miles we walked? Like 250 something miles yesterday. Amen. <laughs> Eight and a half, half mile But as we were coming back,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I guess I, God working in my wife because I said to her, I said, You okay? Because we have been out there for a while. And she said to me, What did you say, babe? I don't know what I said. Oh my gosh. You said, I'm getting my second win. Oh. Praise be unto God. Amen. Somebody need to say that right now. <laughs> You've been discouraged. And you've been down and you've been worn out and you've gotten tired, but you need to let every demon in hell know right now I'm getting my second Amen. win. Glory to God. Amen. I'm getting my second win. Amen. I ain't giving up. I'm getting my second win. Amen. Amen. And now you get that second win, you're going to come back and you're going to finish that job that God has called you to do amen Amen. glory to god let's pray today father we bless your name glory to god and we just thank you for your goodness we thank you for your word of encouragement and of strength in the name of jesus Jesus. father i pray right now for everyone under the sound of my voice who may have been discouraged in their spirit who may have been uh thinking about uh giving up of quitting of throwing in the towel father in the name of jesus i speak the words to them that you spoke unto me don't give up now glory to god because the power of god is at your disposal a a never-ending abundant supply of oil is at your disposal in the name of jesus christ and the work that god has called you to do he shall complete it not by might nor by power But by his spirit. And so, Father, I pray right now that the people of God are encouraged, that the people of God are strengthened, that the people of God have caught their second wind, and that they're ready to go forward now and to do the things that you have called us to do. Father, we're difference makers. Glory to God. You called us in this earth to be difference makers, to show forth your glory as the one who called us out of darkness. Into your marvelous light, and Father God, we desire that your will be done. And so, Father God, we just thank you for the word that you spoke, and we thank you for the word of encouragement that you built us up in our most holy faith. Now, God, let us walk out this word, oh God, and let us be a source of encouragement one to another, that God, that we may continue to lift up each other. And for everyone who gets discouraged, lift up your head, oh ye gates, lift up your head, ye everlasting doors. The King of glory shall come in. And Father, we just bless you and thank you for your for being in our lives and being yes. a very present help Jesus. in our lives. Yes, and we give you praise now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord today. Amen. Praise, to the Lord. Lord. praise God. Amen. So go out there, Amen, and continue fighting the good fight of faith. Amen. Knowing that God is on your side. Amen. Yes. And we're not giving up.